I'm Will Baker. And I'm Alex Prescott. And you're listening to Think to the Brink. Where best to go for opinions than mum's nets. Can, can <laughs> Jesus choose which wine he turns it into? There needs to be some middle ground between a full stop and an exclamation point. Your taste buds are amazing. So it's basically like a glorified textbook writer. Is there any person in the world that is more of a yes man than Mr. Samir? <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Think to the Brink. We're taking on another magical stance. We've been having a lot of time in Harry Potter world, so we're branching it out a little bit, um, debating two of the greatest wizards to have ever lived, would you say? Yeah, definitely. I think Merlin is kind of like the original... OG. He's the OG, and then yeah. like these two are... I would say it's definitely in the conversation for the greatest wizard of all time. It is, of course, Gandalf versus Dumbledore. So I'm going to be... Defending Gandalf from Lord of the Rings. That's why Alex has got ten reasons why Gandalf is a terrible <laughs> wizard up on his laptop at this moment in time. And I shall be defending Dumbledore, who, as we all know, is the greatest wizard to have ever lived. I think Harry says that. Um, yeah, I think Tom he... R- to Tom Riddle, he says. Uh, he says Albus Dumbledore Albus is Dumbledore the greatest is wizard with... in the world. Yeah. Um, so of course he's from the world of Harry Potter. This week, the crimes of Grindelwald out. At cinemas near you in mm-hmm. in Britain, it may have already been out in the US. I don't know what the uh, release date. Maybe it's the same release date. But anyway, yeah. the Crimes of Grindelwald um, has hit the cinemas this week. Yes. So topical. Jude Law, of course, playing the young Dumbledore. Neither of us have mm. seen the film yet, so we can't really comment on no on that. Our guest from the other week, uh, Kelsey Ellison, has seen the film. Yeah, because she went to the premiere. Yeah, so uh, you can... Bombard her for spoilers. Yeah. So, uh, let's let's start the bidding of this uh, this debate. Power Hungry. Gandalf. Yeah. So, um, I've got here on Versus Battle, um, where they have put Dumbledore against Gandalf. One of the main reasons, cons, for Gandalf is that he's tempted by desire for power because he asks Frodo not to give him the ring. We see Dumbledore being yes. ambivalent when it comes to power. You know, he's he's much more altruistic than Gandalf. So Gandalf knows that actually, beneath all of the, oh, he's a great wizard, oh, he comes back twice, there is a wizard that's actually quite evil. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come right back at you. So Dumbledore, in his early days, was very power-hungry, conspired with Grindelwald, made all these plans for, the, you know, the domination of the Muggle race. When it says that Dumbledore is tempted by the ring, he knows that he cannot take the ring. Frodo offers it to him and says, you know, you take it to Mordor, you destroy it. But he goes, if you, if you give me that ring, I will be tempted and I will become a dark lord. That's the power of the ring. Gandalf knows this, he acknowledges it, he refuses the temptation, he passes the test. Dumbledore, on the other hand, and it's a very similar situation, when he's looking for the Horcruxes, he finds the ring. Yeah. The, uh, what's it called? The, the Resurrection Stone. Yes. Uh, which is a Horcrux. And because he's tempted by the power of the Deathly Hallows, which he coveted when he was a child, what does he do? He grabs the ring. And, and that's his downfall. Because that's the curse that spreads to his head. Well, no, I wouldn't say it's his downfall. I'd say that well, it literally is. That's what kills him. Well, it's what kills him. But as the plot as a whole, um, it's absolutely necessary for Dumbledore to die. Because at the end, when, when Harry is killed, who would be there at King's Cross to meet him? Who would be there to give him that final push, that final advice? Dumbledore knows that he's going to die naturally, so he might as well go out with a flourish. He's thinking ahead, even into the afterlife. Something that Gandalf is absolutely not capable of, not having died. No, well, Gandalf does die and he comes back. Uh, does, does he Does die? Dumbledore come back? No. Uh, in a way. As a painting. No. No, no, no. When Harry dies, why does he have a chat with Dumbledore? 
Because Dumbledore's like in the other place. Okay. But if Dumbledore hadn't died, he could have told Harry all of this. No, because it, it would have changed the narrative. Yeah, but that's Dumbledore. not that's not what the character's thinking. The character's not being like, well, I've got to die, otherwise it would change the narrative. No, but he, he's thinking, actually, it's like uh, when Dumbledore, when Harry saves Peter Pettigrew and lets him leave, and Dumbledore's like, um, you're going to be happy that you did that. One in day. four years' time. Dumbledore will be happy. Everything in J.K. Rowling's universe happens for a reason. Why does Gandalf die and then come back? How does he... Because he fights the Balrog and he basically sacrifices himself so that the Fellowship of the Ring can escape Moria and he falls down uh, with the Balrog, which is like a big fire demon, into the, a never-ending pit. And he fights him and... Um, but yeah. he, he doesn't die, does he? No, he sort of... I mean, like, it's implied that he dies, but he doesn't... He's sort of, yeah, he's sort of world-weary. Because also, but he reincarnates as Gandalf the White. Yeah, so if you can just reincarnate at will, I would say there's absolutely no stakes to anything you're doing. No, so he can't reincarnate at will. He's sent back because this is his higher purpose. Yeah, but I mean, if he... It's more of a resurrection. Than if a he can do that... But he can only do it once. Well, do we know that? Yes. Does it happen again? No, because then he goes across the sea. But I would argue that because he knows, I think he thinks... He's magical enough that he's beyond death. Actually, this article says that. I don't think he knows that, though. I don't think he knew that that was what was going to happen to him. It says that he's all-powerful. He is the essence of power. He's an Im- having originally been an immortal spirit. So I think that everything Dumbledore does comes with the weight of knowing that he's mortal, which makes him surely a better person. Gandalf might be a better being... But if we're talking about them as people, as wizard people, <laughs> then it, it's got to be Dumbledore. I would say Dumbledore is far more ruthless than Gandalf. I mean, there, are very, there are similarities in the sense that they both... Are wizards. Well, yes, and they're both bearded yeah. um, and old. But no, I was going to say more in-depth than that. <laughs> that they both use lesser beings to kind of fulfil the quest. So, you know, Gandalf uses hobbits. Yeah. Uh, Dumbledore uses children so <laughs> you could argue that he's putting children in danger he's exploiting he's a bit like Fagin yeah you know with the uh, the artful dodger and you know so it's very much a story of entrapping orphans or using animals exactly <laughs> well no I, I, hobbits aren't animals well I mean they're a different species yeah well they're, they're a race I would say rather oh, well, than animals. okay so, well, okay. so I wouldn't call them animals I think careful. that's yeah so, no, but I think I think Dumbledore um, uses Harry Mm. He knows exactly what to tell him, what not to tell him. He knows how to manipulate him into doing. I'm, I'm going to use an. I'm going to use an example. I'm going to use the philosopher's stone. Okay. Dumbledore knows that Quirrell is evil. He knows that Quirrell is evil he? because we see in a flashback with Snape. He goes, "Keep an eye on Quirrell." I'm pretty sure he knows that Quirrell is in league with Voldemort. He may not know that Quirrell's got Voldemort on the back of his head. <laughs> Um, you would hopefully think that he would yeah, do something to stop him then. He didn't know, yeah. But um, he gives Harry all the tools. He sends him the invisibility cloak, all those tools to go down into the, into you know through the trap door, past the three-headed dog, yeah. all those challenges, and to face Quirrell and Voldemort mm. because he knows that Harry needs to be tested. Yeah. So he's prepared to to offer him up as a human sacrifice. Dumbledore could have stopped that at any point. Yeah, but he knows about the prophecy. So he knows that Harry's going to be fine. He has to... Both of them are assisting beings lower than themselves to achieve their potential. Yeah, but I think Gandalf takes a much more hands-on approach. Gandalf leads the Fellowship of the Ring. Where was he in Two Towers? 
dead. <laughs> no, but he comes oh, back. Pretty hands on. He comes back, doesn't he? Well, so so of, the, of, the books, of the books, how many books is Dumbledore not in of Harry Potter books? Well, one. So Dumbledore dies in Half-Blood Prince. Yeah. And um, so he's not there for one-seventh of the narrative. Yeah. Gandalf isn't there for one-third yeah, But Gandalf narrative. is in the Two Towers. Is he? Yeah, how? He, is. he comes back. He comes in back the in the Two, two towers. towers. Yeah, he comes back in the Two Towers and he fights all those battles. He fights at the Battle of Helm's Deep. I should point out, Alice hasn't seen Lord of the Rings. <laughs> no, I have. No, I have. But you're not. You don't have a great knowledge of it. Would you no. Say? He doesn't see Frodo in the Two Towers, but he helps Aragorn and Legolas and Gimli uh, fight the Battle of. Well, if he didn't Helm's see Frodo, Deep. you know, it's like if Dumbledore comes back and doesn't see Harry. Is he even back? <laughs> maybe we. Maybe we need some more reasons why Dumbledore's great for us to truly remember. So, is there a moment where Gandalf truly shows his anger? Yeah, definitely. When. When um, Bilbo Baggins is is playing up and he's trying to take the ring for himself, he says, um, Bilbo Baggins, do not take me for some conjurer of cheap tricks. Okay, is that as good as when Dumbledore says to Cornelius Fudge, you are blinded, said Dumbledore, his voice rising now, the aura of power around him palpable, his eyes blazing once more, by the love of the office you hold, Cornelius. Yeah, no, Dumbledore has anger. Yeah. Some would say that's not a good thing. He should mm. keep his temper. Yeah. Gandalf is... Um, when Gandalf gets angry, the whole room darkens and he gets bigger and more powerful and more threatening. I feel like in the mythology of uh, Middle-earth... Yeah. Has everyone heard of Gandalf? Yeah. Have they? Yeah. How? What, even like hobbits? Yeah, of course, because he, he comes to visit the hobbits quite a lot. So every being in the entire... How? how Most he, of them know him. How did he get famous? Because he he's was he been around for 8,000 years, and he sort of just wanders around helping people. Uh, whereas Dumbledore dies at 115 years old. So I think, in terms of longevity and accrued wisdom, I think we can safely say Gandalf is a long way ahead of the curve. Uh, yeah, but I feel like you're... I feel like life, if you're alive for 8,000 years, it's like when they, the metaphor they use when they're like... Uh, so so if, if, if a poor man has £10 and gives one, that's more than a multi-millionaire giving one million. Oh, yeah, okay. if the poor man has only got £10, but I would say that goes beyond being poor. If you've only, <laughs> if you've only got £10 to your name, that's abject poverty. <laughs> yeah, okay, very poor. So, similarly, if, we, if we're talking age... Yeah. Gandalf's got 8,000 years plus. Yeah. So if he does an amazingly good deed... Yeah. That's only one... And it takes a year. Yeah. That's one eight thousandth of his life. Yeah. Whereas Dumbledore, it's one one hundred and fifteen. Therefore, Gamble... Gamble... Gamble <laughs> Gambledore. Gambledore. Therefore, Gandalf <laughs> would have to do an amazing deed lasting hundreds of years to even equal some of Dumbledore's um, benevolence. No. I Why disagree. Not? I disagree. Because the great task that Gandalf has been placed on Middle Earth for is this to destroy the ring. And it's taken eight thousand years. Well no, because yeah, Sauron hasn't been an issue for eight thousand years. What's he been doing before then then? Well he was he was a he was a general and then he got destroyed. <laughs> um That's a shame. Oh what, did he come back? He comes back as oh, the great eye. Again. No, Sauron. Oh right. not Gandalf. Oh right. No, what was Gandalf doing before? He just... It's very unclear, like... Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Dumbledore always has a purpose. Even if that purpose is doing something that's not quite right in order that later on he knows what is right, he always has a purpose. What was his purpose in his teenage years? Going to school. Gandalf didn't need to go to school. He was already an immortal being. <laughs> yeah, which takes away any stakes from anything he does. Any, any more reasons why Gandalf's a terrible wizard? He gets outsmarted by a hobbit. When? 
So after they get back down the mountain, they try to enter the mines of Moria through a door near a lake. Apart from being surprised by the creature in the lake, which also seems to be a theme for these guys, Gandalf is absolutely stymied by what is roughly a fourth grade level riddle. On the door in Elvish, it says, speak friend and enter. <laughs> Gandalf the Grey or the White of the White Council, wizard extraordinaire, can't suss this one out. <laughs> They're literally sitting around waiting until Frodo comes up with the obvious answer. That's yeah, okay, but Gandalf has got a lot on his mind at this point. Um, you know, he's, he's leading this quest, he's tired, he's hungry, he's made a very calculated decision to go through the mines of Moria, even though he knows what's inside. He wanted yeah. to go over the mountains, but they were defeated by the mountain pass. So, well, How were they defeated by the mountain pass? Extreme weather conditions. Oh, right, yeah. Saruman was like making all the snow go towards them and stuff. They've oh, got yeah. giants involved. So, yeah, okay, so, so, so Gandalf, the all-powerful, can't quite deal with that. Well, I would like to see Dumbledore lead a party of children for a mountain. Well, uh, I think he could. <laughs> well, they can apparate, so it's different. Yeah, exactly. Well, okay. Well, Why okay. can't Gandalf apparate? Because it's not in his powers. Oh, really? Okay, but you're Ooh, saying... But you're saying that's quite a big... Uh, yeah, but you're saying limitation gap. is... You're saying, well, you know, Dumbledore can just travel anywhere he wants to. He can just apparate. Gandalf actually has to physically travel. So he's he's gained a lot more by, you know, travelling the world for 8,000 years than Dumbledore. Because no. Dumbledore can just pop, pop I, up wherever I, I, he wants. I think the long, boring bits, is it's getting to the places. If, if, you've seen, like, if you've seen more of the world... Have you ever heard the phrase, travel broadens the mind? Well, yes. Okay, well, Dumbledore's never travelled anywhere. Yes, he has. No, he hasn't. He's just popped up. There's, he's travelled around Hogwarts. Apparition. Apparating there. Yeah, true, but that's the he's, he's swung... Towards uh, in that last bit when he goes into the cave to get the Horcrux, get the um, the locket. They don't swim; they take a boat in the film. Do they? They might swim at the end. I think they swim. Swim in the book. No, they definitely. I remember he does a breaststroke. What in the film? No, in the in the book at the end of the sixth book. Okay, fine. Yeah, um, this is getting into my point of uh, lives. Gandalf having a long life. Um, one thing that is rubbish: he needs a second life. He's not a computer game character. So Gandalf shows up again in the woods, and when asked how he can be alive, he tells the boys that he fought the Balrog for days and finally beat him, possibly through the use of a combo mood. Then he <laughs> himself died and went all Dave Bowman on us. Then they sent him back to put right what was once wrong until he finally made the leap home, or something like that. But, and this is just a theory, what if he made all that crap up? What if he died when he fell? Then they rolled their eyes and shook their heads, upped his power level and threw him back into the game, hoping he'd be better. Really, we only have Gandalf's word as to what happened. And better he was. Well, hang on, I mean, this is some spurious theory online. So why would Gandalf make that up? Um, we're constantly using spurious theories online. It's our bread and butter. <laughs> okay, but who, who are they? He's implying that they're like the programmers of some computer game. When they, in actual fact, are the gods. Change of tack. Let's go for something broad that both characters could be good at. Okay, breadth of spells. Yeah, see, Dumbledore doesn't have a staff, though, does he? He has a wand. He has a wand, yeah, because he doesn't need this ostentatious show of magic <laughs> that a staff portends. Gandalf's magic is, is very... Um... Yes. Powerful. Yeah. He can do that thing where he sort of slams the staff down and there's like a force field that can push people down. Are you saying Dumbledore can't do that? I don't think he could do that to the same degree. Wow. Okay, I mean, I will, okay, I'll admit Dumbledore's probably got more spells to his name, but they don't really deal in spells in Lord of the Rings. It's more inner magic. Well, does Gandalf ever take on Sauron one-on-one? -on -one? Well, it depends on what... 
Is it in the film he takes Sauron on with Galadriel and Saruman? So not on his own? No, because Sauron is more powerful than Gandalf. Whereas at the Ministry of Magic, Dumbledore takes on Voldemort and he says the immortal lines, it was foolish of you to come here tonight, Tom. Yeah. Tom. Does he have a call? What's what's Sauron's real name? Sauron. Wow. He doesn't have a real name. He doesn't have a real name? No. How cool would it have been? The necromancer. It was foolish of you to be here where you live at the, <laughs> what is it, the Valley of Death? The, uh, the they go, it's in hell. Mirkwood. Is it, what are they called though, the Pits of Hell or something? What? Where you have to drop the ring. Oh, Mount Doom. Mount Doom, yeah, yeah. there we go. It was but that's not where he fights to it. live in Mount Doom tonight, the necromancer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I would, I mean, I'll admit that's a good line, but uh, <laughs> Dumbledore and Voldemort are both humans, whereas... Gandalf and Sauron are beings of a different powers, and Sauron is more powerful than Gandalf, what? which makes it even more um, impressive that he ends up defeating him. I've got another theory. We know Gandalf has a number of lives. Yeah. In the Harry Potter world, one life. He he's got one uh, life. Okay, no, 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 he got, he finds it difficult to die. Yeah. Um, in Harry Potter's world, yeah. One way of doing that is to create Horcruxes. Yeah. I think Gandalf has Horcruxes. Gandalf. Yeah. I think Gandalf has killed people in order to... I don't think Horcruxes exist in the Wizard well, in the, uh, the know, Land of Lord of the Rings. It's all in one world. What, this? Yeah, we, are we assuming that... Well, Middle-earth is supposed to be a historical... Like the Middle Ages, but... No, not the Middle Ages. Like but, no, as in the way the Middle Ages... Prehistoric. Okay. It's supposed to be a prehistoric. Pre-dinosaurs. Pre-dinosaurs, yeah. Okay. It's supposed to be our world, but it had a different continent, different... Humans are constantly developing, so surely if magic had existed then... Yeah. And they live in the same world as Harry Potter... Yeah. They've taken the lessons of Gandalf, and they're like, oh, is Gandalf still alive? No, because he, he goes to... He, oh, he no, he crosses goes the, the sea yeah, to yeah. the Undying Lands. I, see, this is actually interesting. No, okay, that is, that is true, because Middle-earth is supposed to be earth as we know it now but thousands and well hundreds and hundreds of probably millions of years before yeah before life as we know it came to be so that would imply that men were wiped out and came back thousands of years later after evolution and everything so gandalf was a very primitive wizard yeah dumbledore has had hundreds and hundreds of thousands possibly millions of years of learning and teaching of magic to go on yeah you know he you know gandalf died in prehistoric times, or left Middle-earth in prehistoric times, Dumbledore died in the 90s. <laughs> so, yeah. so I, I, you know, I, they've but, developed, they've, they've moved on from the staff. Merlin, another very early wizard, was using a staff. Technology. Technology increases. Oh. Technology gets better. Wands. More pocketable. More sort of portable. Yeah. So that's why Dumbledore has a wand. That's why they've learned more spells. But then also, like... Oh, it depends on how we're, how we're arguing. We argue who's the better wizard. Surely someone using successfully all of this teaching makes them a better wizard. People are getting better and better yeah. at things. So it's so hard to compare someone to the past because tennis. Yeah. Tennis, for example, you know, Boris Becker yeah. playing anyone in the top, what, 50, 100? He would lose. Obviously because he's older, but even him in his prime, it's thought like the yeah, top Yeah, because con- conditioning and diet and all that thing. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. Dumbledore has successfully become the better wizard with the benefit of time and technology. What would you say Dumbledore's profession is? Teacher. Mm, head, headmaster. May I throw the phrase at you, those that can't do, teach. <laughs> Gandalf is, you know, he's not a teacher. He goes out and he does it. He actually lives the life. 
He teaches. He passes on wisdom. That's inherent in what he does. But he he he's a doer. No, I think I think that Dumbledore is a pragmatic individual. Yeah. Who has realised that freelance um, benevolence. Yeah. Uh, does not pay the bills. Do you know why he becomes a teacher? Why? To get away from power. He was offered the Minister of Magic job three separate occasions, but he doesn't take it because he's afraid that the power will. Well, that's very um, corrupt him. That's very good of him. <laughs> yeah, but it uh, also shows a lack of responsibility. Well, Dumbledore, Gandalf never shirks from leadership. He leads the Fellowship of the Ring. Well, no, he doesn't. On take a dangerous the quest. He doesn't take the ring. He knows he couldn't. He physically well, could not. Well, yeah, exactly. It would, it would make him you, a Dark Lord. You can't. Yeah, and maybe Dumbledore taking the Minister of Magic post would have made him the Dark Lord. Yeah, but there's no magic. Okay, so the ring is a magical object that will corrupt whoever bears it. The Minister power of Magic position... corrupts, just because it's not an object. We, we know yeah, that but the minister corrupts. The Minister of Magic does not necessarily become an evil Dark Lord. I wouldn't describe Cornelius Fudge as an evil Dark Lord. No. A bit of a pompous idiot, maybe. Well, Apologies yeah. if anyone from the Fudge estate is listening. I think, also... Scrimgeour, he's just not a Dark Lord. Lord. If, you're, if you're Minister of Magic, it's a, it's a full-time job, whereas Dumbledore has... The exactly, immense... he doesn't want to do a job of work. No, it's he has the immense foresight. He knows he can help people better... One on one, like he does Harry. Yeah, Harry's the only person I think he ever teaches one on one. No. Gandalf. No, no, not teaches, helps. Helps. He, he, he has a chance to sometimes bend the rules. If you're working within the system, you can't really rock the boat. You can't really make any real change, often. Um, so, as a teacher, he, he knows, okay, I'm going to have to pay my dues being a, being a teacher, accruing more magic, learning, so that when I eventually become headmaster, which he does, yeah. he's able to um, go out and do his own errands and help the world while also holding down a job, which as minister, he would not be able to do. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, how does Dumbledore... Who pays Dumbledore? Um, well, the school. The school, okay, yeah. Who pays Gandalf? Doesn't need money. Why not? Where to get his clothes? He, he always wears the same clothes. Dirty. <laughs> <laughs> a dirty wizard. Who's got a better beard? I think the problem here is not with the actual beard, but it's with the grooming. Yeah, Gandalf doesn't need to groom because he's not oh, vain. Everyone needs to groom. <laughs> Just a little bit, a little bit of care. Gandalf's constantly out in the country doing errands Dumbledore lives in a closeted office oh no he doesn't Dumbledore doesn't get his hands dirty there's nothing more closeted than being able to live for 8,000 years immortality is the most closeted thing in the world no but 8,000 years of hardship I'm just saying like you know if you if you've got a beard yeah you might sometimes like if you've got long hair you sometimes should tie it up we never see Gandalf tie it up. It's going to get in the way. It's going to hit the hobbits in the face. He it, is more... When he becomes Gandalf the White, he becomes more groomed. He has his hair tied back. Oh, interesting, that, beard, isn't it? Yeah. So he comes back more powerful and better. No, Objectively he's, better. He's better groomed. He's taking more care of his appearance. Are we... Is Gandalf the White a better version of Gandalf the Grey? Yeah. Okay. So in, in all aspects, In terms of power, yes. And grooming. And power and grooming, So yes. if, they, if they make... Okay, like it, Gandalf was a level three character. Okay, we're going to make it level four, the highest level. In the scale, then they're going to make everything a little bit better, and that includes grooming. I think that Dumbledore has learnt the fact that if you want to get on with everyone, which he does mm. often, <laughs> if you want to be respected by everyone, even the people that he doesn't um, like and don't like him, they respect him. I would argue. Um, you have to turn up. You know, you're not going to turn up for a job interview with that beard, are you? <laughs> yeah, Gandalf doesn't need a job. He's never what? had to interview. He's okay. never learned. The, the hardship. Okay, I've got, I've got some research that I'm going to throw. I'm on Harry Potter wiki. Okay. And I've got Dumbledore. Um, so, okay, so you've said 
that Dumbledore is respected by everyone. We have here a list of also known as for Dumbledore. So it's got Dumbledore by Madame Maxime. I would say Dumbledore is not a very respectful way of addressing someone. Everyone calls him Dumbledore as well. Everyone addresses him by his surname. Even Professor McGonagall. She calls him Dumbledore. It's respect. Hagrid calls him Dumbledore. Everyone calls him Dumbledore. Does Dumbledore no, have a surname? No. The grey. <laughs> or the white. You know, changing your name. Peeves calls him your headship or Professor Head. <laughs> Taking the piss. That's, no, that's nice. No, Professor Head. That is a, an insult. We've got here Old Greybeard, Gandalf yeah. is called. Yeah. The Grey Pilgrim, yeah. so nowhere to call his own. No, just and because then he travels. Oloran, Mithrandir, yeah. Incarnus, Tharkun, Greyheads. Too many yeah, names. Because he's known in different languages by different creatures. The dwarves, I think, call them yeah, but, Tharkun. You know, that's inconsistency of branding. No, well, no, it's not, it's if not branding. You're like, oh, that's the point. Man, oh, man, I just saw Oloran. Who? Oh, you know, um, who was it? Oh, oh, Incarnus. Um, who's that? Yeah, but okay. you know, so much confusion. Okay, Just call yourself Gandalf. Okay, but I, I, you you rudely interrupted me when I was going for the also known as. You, so you said everyone respects Dumbledore. Yeah, but he's also known as crooked nosed muggle loving fool by Tom Riddle and uh, crackpot old fool by Vernon Dursley. Well, both of those characters um, are seen to be flawed, so I do not trust their judgment. Okay, so actually, interesting what your point earlier. Who is more frightening when angered, Dumbledore or Gandalf? Gabriel Bell, read all seven books, writing fan fiction since 2004. Wow, that's So it. this person knows their stuff. We never really see Dumbledore get angry. There is one instance him raising his voice, and even that is done remotely when he sends a howler to Petunia in Order of the Phoenix. But for the rest of the time, he tends to be remarkably calm and collected. Even when he is smacking Voldemort about in the Ministry, he doesn't seem to be all that angry. Dedicated and intent on defending Harry, but not angry. I am, of course, excluding the Dumbledore... Uh, raw moment from the Goblet of Fire because that was just an aberration. <laughs> uh, and I, so I, that's the bit uh, when he shouts out. Why'd you put your, why'd you put your name in? Yeah, that bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Gandalf, however, lets his anger play out slightly more. I'm tending to base this off the radio play rather than the book since I'm more familiar with that. He gets annoyed when Bil- with Bilbo when Bilbo tries to keep the ring. Then he gets slightly annoyed when Frodo tries to give him the ring. And then, oh my God, he unleashes a massive can of whoop-ass on the Balrog. He literally lets rip in a way we never see Dumbledore do it. Then when he returns, he has a go at Greenwood in the Golden Hall, at Saruman in Orphan, and at the mouth of Sauron in front of the Black Gate. Gandalf is really quite pissed off for quite a lot of the time, and I have to say he is really quite impressive when he does. He raises his voice, and you will goddamn well listen to him. I never got that when Dumbledore speaks. I can take him or leave him. And this is someone that's not only read all seven books, but has been writing fan fiction since well, 2004. I'd argue that anger, like the ostentatious show of anger is weakness. The fact that Dumbledore is calm and collected through all of this, he probably gets angry in his own time, but I think that Gandalf, you just don't listen. I switch off when people get angry. Uh, Paul Johnson, former member of the Tolkien Society. Yeah. Uh, so we'll look at the provenance there, maybe he's got an agenda. Gandalf, no question. Dumbledore might in theory be more dangerous. He has a much wider selection of spells, for yeah. instance, as we talked about. But he looks ridiculous. Whoa. Never appears threatening. Except in the notorious scene from Goblet of Fire where Michael Gambon totally misinterpreted Rowling's description calmly. <laughs> That's a scene that's obviously caused a lot of controversy. <laughs> and is far too willing to give mind-blowingly evil people second, third and 25th chances. Gandalf is quite capable of looking extremely ferocious and although he is unwilling to kill unless it is necessary, 
If it is necessary, he does not hesitate. There are several occasions in the books in which he was totally terrifying. Nathan Horton, who's read and watched the whole series several times. I don't know, I haven't read Lord of the Rings yet, but I'd imagine Gandalf is scarier. I'd, he hasn't Dumbledore read it, was, no. He hasn't yeah, but, read the books. I mean, this is someone this is just This is just um, uh, interpretation. Okay. Dumbledore always has a mask of the calm, kind, eccentric old man. He's very powerful, though. I guess I'd be more afraid of Dumbledore at all times and more afraid of Gandalf in the moment of his anger. Interesting. Like, I know Dumbledore can blow me to pieces with nary a sweat, but he'd do it with no more than a frown. Gandalf seems to have been more traditionally angry, though. You shall not pass. And then he visibly angry wizard is a scary... So I'd say that's actually an argument for Dumbledore, that because he doesn't flip, you're just constantly in a moment of tension. Which came first, Harry Potter or Lord of the Rings? Lord of the Rings. So, exactly. So I would say that Dumbledore is very much a pastiche of Gandalf. No, I'd say that as Dumbledore has um, learnt from the technology... Um, and become a better wizard than Gandalf could ever be, merely by virtue of years of learning. J.K. Rowling has learnt from all of the magical um, and fantasy fiction before to create the perfect wizard. I've got a good question here on Cora. Who is wiser between Dumbledore and Gandalf? And um, we've got some answers here. Gandalf, without a doubt. As mentioned in Silmarillion, Gandalf is wisest of the Maya. This means he was actually wiser than Saruman the White. Dumbledore, in his own accord, was wise, no doubt. But looking at things from the start to the end, Dumbledore made a lot more mistakes to get to the point where he was at last, unlike Gandalf, who made fewer mistakes, looking at the total time both were alive. Yeah, that's true. Gan Gandalf is 8,000 years old, makes fewer mistakes than Dumbledore, packs into his 115-year uh, life. That's because he's, he's had so much time, oh, he's okay. had time to Sorry, learn. Gandalf's age is more than 2,000 years, whereas Dumbledore was not more than 150 years. Dumbledore, wise though he was, by the end of his life, did a great many unwise things in his time. And, and a good question, who would win in a fight? Who would win in a battle? We've got a good answer here from Melissa McGuinness. Uh, her tagline is, I've read Lord of the Rings several times. I, I love they all kind of like to clarify that they've read the book. <laughs> so, Melissa McGuinness, and I, I haven't read this answer so before so I don't know what side she lands on yeah uh, who would win in a battle between Dumbledore and Gandalf uh, I do hope you're joking if not then this is hardly a battle let's look at the players in the battle we'll begin with the mortal Albus too many middle names Dumbledore so you're talking about Gandalf having too many names Albus Wolfric Percival Brian Dumbledore Brian is genius though ridiculous no, um, uh, yeah, but you can have loads of middle names, but at least people are going to know Albus Dumbledore, not Gandalf's multiple first names. Yeah, but you could be like, going back to your earlier point, you could be like, um, I just saw um, Crackpot Old Fool. Carry on. Around 100 years old, considered the greatest wizard of his time, just his time, not of all time, with possibly even greater abilities than Voldemort, 100% mortal, 55% moral. He did, after all, agree with Grindelwald at first. Died by his own foolishness, and desire to speak to his sister once more. The effects of that ring, that Horcrux, were killing him, and so he begged Severus Snape to kill him, a crime that would mar his soul and send him straight to Azkaban when the war was over. How kind, I ask you, was that? Where was the mercy that he so often showed the Death Eaters when he led a 16-year-old boy on a Horcrux hunt? Where was that mercy when he left a 15-month-old baby on the doorstep in England in November at night? That's good. That's a good point, actually. Thank you for that. Um... Harry could have just died of pneumonia on the doorstep. No, he's magical. He's not. Well, he wasn't then. Now, the immortal Gandalf the Grey, later known as Gandalf the White, he held his own alone in the upper chamber. 
Gandalf the Grey, who took on the Nazgul at Weathertop. Gandalf fought the Balrog. Yes, he was per he perished, but he was sent back as his work was not yet done. Gandalf, who, if you recall, no longer had a mortal body. It would, I'm afraid, not even be a battle. The Elder One, strong as it was, would be shattered with a simple gesture. Dumbledore would have been pinned under his desk, and Gandalf, weary with sorrow for having to attack, would kneel by the old man and ask, Now will you listen? The Elder One can't be defeated, can it? Most powerful wand in the world. Yeah, but one... Yeah, it's the most powerful wand in the world, but... Gandalf's staff. Staff is more powerful. This is this is good, actually. This guy's gone really in-depth. So, in this versus round, I'll be putting the great Dumbledore against the just as great, not true, Gandalf. Okay, so we've got Dumbledore will be fighting in the time period of Goblet of Fire and Order of the Phoenix. Gandalf the Grey will be fighting in the Fellowship. So, it'll be Gandalf the Grey, not the White, and focusing on their powers. Round one, powers and abilities. So, he's given powers and abilities to Dumbledore, 1-0. Uh, Gandalf is, of course, a valuable friend and an unpredictable foe, but we never truly see the full extent of his powers. Thus, we don't know what he can do. Dumbledore wins his round as he can do magic beyond belief with his Elder Wand. Smart mind and quick thinking, he wins this round and leaves Gandalf spinning on his head. Okay, so round two, history and experience. Gandalf's got to win that one. Dumbledore, no doubt, has experienced much in his time, but majority of his life's been kept safely closeted up in a castle. Mm. Thank you, Cal, you agree with me. Gandalf has seen the world and continued to see the world until he decided it was time to sail away to the next world. Right, round, so one, one. round three, allies and foes. Dumbledore's won this one with 2-1. Dumbledore has a whole range of allies to help him and trust and believe in him. He was kind and loving old man, believing that love was the true source of magic. This is what made him many enemies, but also many friends. Whilst Gandalf does indeed have his fair share, it's Dumbledore who wins his round, and again Dumbledore leaves Gandalf in a struggle. I'd say Gandalf's got a lot of friends. Nah. Round four, death. 2-2. Oh, okay. Although Dumbledore's death was at first a foolish desire, then a planned affair, and whilst many missed him, and he still helped after his death, he ultimately just died as he was going to die anyway. He chose to be killed earlier as he didn't wish to die a long, hard and painful death. He chose the easy way out. Uh. And yes, although he told Harry much, he didn't tell him everything about all he needed to know for his quest. Gandalf died to save the company. He told Frodo much more about things than Dumbledore did, well mostly, and Gandalf never stopped fighting even after death. Sorry, Dumbledore fans. Although his death was cool, Gandalf's was more unexpected and heroic. It, Gandalf takes this round. It's not heroic if you're coming back. Round five, actors and films. Ooh, oh, so Gandalf has edged this. Although Richard Harris and Michael Gambon were great in their roles, there was an inconsistency and dramatic changes in clothing, beard, voice and styles between films two and three. What? And therefore we have to give this round and the ultimate victory to Sir Ian McKellen. Yeah, so they, they've given it. Okay, well, um, that's just one opinion, but um, an interesting one nonetheless. Maybe let's go back to, um, I've got here, Instructables, how to be a wizard. So um, so maybe we, I think we should look through this and see who does this better. Okay, good, good point. So that one, look like a wizard. Yeah. <laughs> look like so, a wizard. Talk so, like a wizard. So look like a wizard. Well, Gandalf, I think Gandalf looks more like your stereotypical wizard. If, you, if we're going back to Merlin as like the great blueprint, I think Dumbledore is more kind of, I don't know, up to date and more kind of, I don't know. Okay, we'll give Gandalf the one now. I'll be kind. Yeah, I think. Set two, the wizard and his, her staff. Oh, dear. So <laughs> when, when I, I don't remember seeing Dumbledore's staff at any point. Yeah, okay. So The only staff Dumbledore has two now. are his teachers. Very good. <laughs> 2-0. Step 3, wands. Yeah, fine. Gandalf doesn't have a wand. He doesn't Step need one. Why, would, why have a wand when you can have a staff? 2-1 Gandalf. Step 4, magic at work. Uh, so, where does Gandalf work? <laughs> he's more of a travel. He's more of a yeah. sabbatical. So, a TT. 2-2. TT, because Dumbledore does use magic at his place of work. Hogwarts. No, Step I don't think that's what it means. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Step 5, casting magic. Both of them cast magic. 
Um, yeah, well, I, I'll give that to Dumbledore because I'm being kind as well. Dumbledore's got okay, more spells. Three, two, step six, mastering. I would say Gandalf masters. So that's probably quite a good place to leave it, isn't it? Three all. Three all. I feel like we've we've discovered in this in this podcast that you. I thought, oh, I know enough about Harry Potter. But it's quite essential to have a comprehensive understanding of the other person's argument yeah. as well. I feel like I'm sorry to any Dumbledore fans out there. I, I defended him to the best of my abilities, but, but I think Gandalf wins. But I think the consensus- on this debate, in this debate, and I think that's down to my uh, lack of in-depth Lord of the Rings knowledge to pull you up on. But to be fair, I think like the general consensus online, all the core stuff that we looked at, most people were saying Gandalf as well. Wow. I think the tra- I think that Dumbledore is a more inherently flawed character. Which makes him more which makes interesting. Him, which, which, you know, one could argue would make him more interesting. Off the record here, uh, well, on the record, it's obviously still being <laughs> recorded, but, uh, you know, I think Dumbledore is is more of a flawed character, whereas Gandalf is more of just a, an inherent... <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, but an inherently good character. Yeah, um, but, you know, the debate we set out at the beginning was who's the best wizard, so um, for the first time, I think, I think I'm going to... Concede. I'm going to well, concede defeat debate. for this one. Uh, maybe there'll be new evidence in the Fantastic Beasts yeah. film. Well, yeah. Jude Law bringing his um, take to Dumbledore. Take to Dumbledore. Yeah. Um, we really look forward. So, so let us know um, in on the social medias what you thought of Crime for Grindelwald. Whether there's new light on this debate, um, we'll give you them now as we always do. Yeah, but sorry, next week Frodo Baggins versus Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, maybe at some point in the future but yeah our social media we're on facebook.com slash think to the brink twitter at think to the brink with the number two and we're on youtube as well where we're uploading all of our archives so our older episodes some of you have noticed are no longer on itunes and spotify for storage reasons but they are still on youtube so get over there for your slice of vintage think to the brink and if you want a harry potter more Harry Potter stuff. We do have one episode in the archives, which is Fang, Hagrid's dog. Yeah. That's available now on YouTube. So thank you very much, and until next time... It's goodbye from me, Will Baker. And me, Alex Prescott. And in the meantime... Don't, don't forget, forget to overthink. overthink.